Hello. Hi, good morning. Good morning. Let me just use this opportunity to say welcome back to me. To our faithful listeners, thank you so much for returning to listening to us. To our new listeners, thank you so much for joining us. And feel free to go ahead and tune into you know any session from season one or season two. But kicking off season three, we have special guest Kamara. I hope I pronounce it correctly. Mm-hmm. Who is a content creator and coming into our space today? She will be talking a little bit about self confidence. So, hi, Mara. Thank you so much for coming to Reset. Thank you so much for joining us. We're excited. I'm excited as well. Thank you so much for inviting me. And I hope we have a very interactive session. I know we will. Most definitely, most <laughs> definitely. For those of you who know Mara, know she always bring in the vibes, the good energy. Um, but just to jumpstart our session, um, I just want you to really just tell us what your definition of self-confidence is. Okay, well, my definition of self-confidence is seeing the beauty in yourself, even if other persons don't see it. Even though, for me, self-confidence is more about is more mental rather than physical because there are so much persons that are so gorgeous so beautiful there are persons i've seen persons sometimes complain about certain features and it's like i cannot i i literally cannot see what they're talking about like you hear a person say oh i don't like my nose it's so ugly i don't like my hips they are so big i don't like this i don't like that and then from my point of view it's just like I, I i don't i have no idea what you're talking about so if you do not feel confident within yourself then you're not going to exude that on a regular basis so because of that it will show through the physical because you will probably make changes to your body you'll probably hide certain features you know some persons they'll fix their hair a certain way to hide their ears mm-hmm. that they have the biggest ears ever even if they're the only person that thinks that you understand so for me, it's just how you feel with deep within yourself and how you display that. And and, and that kind of gives me the vibes of, you can correct me if I'm wrong, low self-confidence in a sense, you know? Low self-esteem. Mm-hmm. Right, and I feel like if it set the tone, then would you say that kind of builds from there? Are there room? Is there room to kind of change that at any point? There, There is room because I feel like life comes in stages so the person Mm -hmm. you were five years ago is not the person who you are now the person who you've been in 10 years Mm -hmm. not gonna be the same person you understand so not because you start off as somebody with low confidence or low self-esteem mean you're gonna go through your entire life like that because i think that there's a phase in life where you find yourself for me personally i remember once at one well I'm, i'm a very confident person let me say that first of all but and I think I've always been a confident person, but not as confident as I am now. So I think it has grown over the years. But I remember back back like maybe 2019, I used to think that I had the biggest feet ever. I was like, oh my god, my feet so big. I, I would never wear slippers. I would never wear slippers. No, them a plank. Them a plank. I would never ever ever wear slippers. And I remember one day I wore slippers to work. Cause um at the time you could where I was working, you could wear slippers on Fridays. And I say, hey. mm-hmm. my mother always buy me a lot of slippers because she saw the beauty in my feet, which I did not see. 
So I had a lot of sleep. So I said, you know what? I'm just going to risk it. And I wore it. And I tell you that it was such a frenzy. Like, everybody was like, oh, my God, your, your feet are so slim and nice. And I was like, me? Me you're talking about? <laughs> I, so I, I do think that if you get to realize that, you know, at some point you're going to realize that the things that you think are a problem, those problems are non-existent, either by you you just seeing it yourself or others pointing it out. So, for instance, if you're there, like, all right, my nose is so big, and most persons that meet it, they're like, oh, my God, you have a button nose. Over time, you must realize that, you know, you are being insecure for no reason. Mm. I, I do think that you can you can change from having low self-confidence or having low self-esteem. It's it's pretty hard because you know it's a mental thing. And once your mind tells you one thing, you know, it's like, okay, that is what I'm working with. You you are in control. So it's really a hard cycle to break, but it's possible. But it sounds like like self-confidence is like a, a, a weight in a sense to carry it, it, it's a task it's a work into itself almost like a nine-to-five concept kind of deal um and, and and with that being said do you think that as individuals when we sort of low self-esteem um that kind of helps to boost our self-confidence we have to set some goals some unrealistic goals and how can that affect us in a sense Yes, definitely. And with, with, with goals, there is the small steps that um, push you closer to achieving those goals. So, for instance, mm. if you are a person that is just, you know, you don't say you want to make friends, you know, but you're just always mm. this year, you're just always insecure about speaking to people, you know, like public speaking. You have to start small. So, you have to say, okay, each day I'm going to get up and I'm going to speak to myself in the mirror for at least five minutes try to imagine mm -hmm. how certain conversations would go if i was speaking to another person then then you can probably start practicing with family members then friends and then you know you move on until you can have a perfect conversation with strangers so yes it is a weight that you carry and it is like a nine to five for real and to get out of it yes you would have to make unrealistic goals but just take it one step at a time and it will happen Good, great point, great point. But you made mention, I, I can't get past it. You made mention about something surrounding mental health at the start of our podcast. Yeah. Can you talk to us a little bit about that in relation to self confidence? Well, I, I what, well, well, what I said was it's more mental than physical. So mm -hmm. a lot of the times, a lot of the times, having low. You see, the thing about having low self-confidence or low self-esteem is that it can definitely lead to mental illness where, you know, you can develop anxiety mm. because it's just like it's not getting any better because a lot of persons would like to change uh, things about themselves. But, you know, they probably cannot afford it or they're just not brave enough to go through with it. So they just sit with that burden day to day, day to day, day to day. And it's like something that arises. Right, so it's always on your mind. It's always on your mind. It can, it can lead to depression because, say, for instance, you're a person that has gained weight, right? And you can't, for the look, mm -hmm. you cannot lose that weight. You cannot. I know a lot of persons fall into depression from weight gain. I, I, I once fell into depression from weight gain, so I can speak from experience. Mm -hmm. So it is something that can affect you mentally. It's a very serious matter. And I think it's something that is not, um, spoken about enough persons will just see people you know oh they're mad i'm mad somebody that are you know them them know you know, mm -hmm. they, you know whatever 
stuff like that. But it's really, and I, I remember, is your brain controlling the entire body? You know? So if your brain is not functioning functioning well, then mm-hmm. naturally everything else will be out of balance, right? So I don't think that uh, I guess mental illness there there has to be something to lead to mental illness, and I I definitely think that low self confidence can be linked to mental illness. Wow. You know, you know, you know, it's very interesting. Um, and and I'm gonna say it and be very transparent for those of you who've been listening to us or listening to me for a very long time, know that I'm very transparent at times. And this is one of those moments where I feel like I'm I want to say I'm an average person when it comes to self confidence, right? Yeah, and I do a lot a lot of self comparison. Not really self-comparison, like compare myself to others in other words. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, look at Mara, Mara doing so well, but what happened to me? Like, I'm not there and I want to be there kind of deal. And, you know, it kind of makes me feel so discouraged and, and back out a lot of things, especially some opportunities where I think I can use that opportunity to grow. And I feel like it kind of creates some form of peer pressure and I could be wrong. So based on your experience, you can correct me if I'm wrong or right or add your two cents. But I feel like comparing myself to others with the whole self-confidence, it kind of lower my, my self-esteem. It kind of makes me feel like I'm not um, confident enough to take on certain tasks or certain roles, even though I know I have the capacity to kind of, you know, take it on, enter those spaces, execute correctly. You understand, and and, and it, it's pressuring. I know I'm reflecting a, a little bit, not just a little bit. I know I'm, I'm getting the gist of it. That mentally, it it it, it kind of plays on me in a sense. Yes, I understand what you're saying. But the thing is, and and that's the different that's the difference between somebody that has high self confidence and someone that has low self confidence because mm. when you feel like you can go after whatever you want in life you're always going to be going after it you're going to be a go getter you're going to be putting yourself out there you're going to be doing it but because a person yeah. a person with low self confidence so they're always going to be comparing themselves to other persons they they just feel like they cannot do it so even though they have the potential within them they rather sit back and watch someone else doing it. The person with high self-confidence is not watching anybody else because I can tell you from my point of view personally, I don't be watching people. I don't be like, oh my gosh, that person is doing so much better than me. No, I, I, I'm like, okay, I can do it too. And I'm going to do it and I can do it even better because that is how you should aspire to be like somebody you know even this thing and that's that's let me just touch on something as jamaicans um sasharin that's mm-hmm. where bad mind originates from believe it shocks i yes that is where it originates it does originate from low self-esteem because when 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 you look at a person that's living the life that you would want the life that you imagine for yourself instead of most jamaicans instead of saying you know what I can live that life. I can build myself to that level. I could even be bigger than that person. That person has a two-bedroom. I could have a three-bedroom. Instead, uh-uh. instead they're thinking, instead of thinking like that, you understand? Instead of being inspired mm-hmm. by that person, they're, they're, they're thinking like, oh, that person should not have that. We're the same age and I don't have that. So why should she? Oh my God, I wish it also just burned down. 
I wish somehow they would just leave home, make me sick, leave home and leave the stove on and come back and light it and the house just burn on and blow up because I'm 24 and they're 24 too. So how come they have a two bedroom and I don't even, I don't even have a, I don't have anything. You understand? So that, mm-hmm. that's what breeds bad mind because you feel like you cannot do it, which that person is 24, but that person does not get up, go on social media, look at the next person doing the next big thing. That person is doing the next big thing or trying to push to do the big thing you're 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 at the back watching because you just feel like you cannot do it you understand there's a sort of delusion that comes with achieving your goals so even if it seems too big for you and to other persons you get up every day and you make small steps towards it while a low person now they feel like oh no 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 if if i just making small steps that that's never that i'm never gonna reach that level by doing just this small thing I'm never going to achieve that just by doing this small thing. So that's that's what's replaying in their head each day, right? While they, uh-huh. they go get eyes out there, doing it, getting it, making plans. So when they see in six months you achieve a particular goal, they cannot believe it. They don't understand how you could do it because you're they're there. You're there. You guys are the same six months. They didn't achieve much. But you guys were doing different things on a daily basis, and that's what they don't understand, right? But instead, and, and, yeah, go ahead. And and then on that note, you know, it, it when it wants to start, it can't stop because you know, as humans, we're creature of habits. I always kind of said that in general. But Jamaican people is like, for me, I think once we start something, we can't stop. We keep going, keep going, and it build up, right? Yeah. And and that's the, the hardest part of it, I think. You know, it's like sweeping up the dirt under the rug, and once it start build up, how we actually tear that down? So we kind of dismantle that process, that thought of comparing ourselves with others when it comes on to the whole self confidence idea. Right. Well, that's why I say it, it all starts from within. So instead of focusing your attention on somebody else, you have to just sit with yourself and decide, okay, all right, self. They say you're a mad person to speak to yourself, but so be it. You have to speak with yourself, all right? We have to make a plan. There's nothing wrong with planning. You know? These days people act like, you know, everything has to be spontaneous. And But I'm telling you, the future belongs to those who plan for it. So you can sit True. down, write down what you need to do, write down what you're going to do to reach a certain level, write on a time frame. And there's nothing wrong with not achieving your goal within the particular, particular time frame that you set, but at least be putting in the work. Because sometimes, you know, things, setbacks, or it may not happen as soon as you say, but make unrealistic goals. They always say, aim high, and if you fall short, that's fine. But at least be doing something to help towards the goal like for example you know with me sasha and i was trying to reach a 10k by christmas right mm-hmm. i didn't reach on my tiktok guys for those of you who don't know i have a tiktok channel i'm building right now um mara content creator so yes you know i was trying to reach a 10k by christmas that didn't happen but that didn't stop me from still pushing up my videos still pushing towards it still working mm-hmm. to the goal i set it to my birthday it didn't happen by my birthday that never discouraged me because i mm-hmm. didn't because I just knew that not all the time when you make a goal, it's going to happen in the time frame that you said. You know, so you, you, you make it and you, you say, all right, six months and you put in the work and you also have faith and hope that it'll happen. If it doesn't, that doesn't mean that you're supposed to be like, oh my God, I'm, it's, I'm done. This is it. It's never going to happen. It will happen. It will happen because you did the work on the back line 
So just write out, just write out the storm and it will come true. So back to your thing, because I think I'm straying a bit. It starts from within. So stop comparing yourself to people. You have to compare yourself to yourself. Right? So you have to look back and say, all right, I do not want, it's a new year. I do not want to be the same person that I was last year. I don't want to live the same life that I lived the last year. So your previous self is the only person that you should be comparing yourself to. You should be thinking, oh, you know, last summer was so boring for me. I didn't do much. I didn't even go to the beach. You should be saying, all right, this year, self, this year we're going to go to the beach at least 10 times. You write it down. And that's a good thing to always write down what you want to achieve. You write it down. This year we're going to get our body right mm -hmm. by summer so that we can have, you know, the summer body for the beach because maybe that's the reason why we have <laughs> beach last year so we're gonna try to work on it so you get up every morning and you do 15 minutes of exercise 30 minutes of exercise and that's what i mean when i say small steps to achieve mm -hmm. a goal right so if you want to get your body right by summer you know you wake up every morning you do your exercises in the maybe first two to three weeks you're not going to see any progress but trust me if, if you follow that schedule you will see progress at some point so it starts from within Never compare yourself to anybody else. Everybody live a different life because sometimes you're comparing a, yourself to a person. You will never, ever go through the same journey or the same process that they're going through. Because if you're mm -hmm. there and you're like, oh, my God, that person has a BMW. At the same time, that person, has a, that person is 24. They have a BMW. I'm 24. I don't, I don't drive at all. But that person might have rich parents they might have, uh, you know, it, 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 you, you don't have rich parents. So it's always a difference. Your journey is your journey. You can achieve it, but it's just, just going to be a different journey or a different time. Right. They, they, they maybe only had to sign a couple of papers and their father just finance everything. So you, you never know. So you can't just say, oh, yeah, okay, okay, I'm done with life. She's 24. She has a BMW. I'm 24. I don't have one. You guys have different lives. You don't know the backstory. But and and then you know, with, with that, you know, I want to say I was today years old when I, when I understood the whole saying that says, you know, we both can reach the same goal, but we often take different process or different steps. And and, and it's interesting because, with you know, here we are compare or here I am comparing myself to others, but then I don't know how he or she or, or how they have gone through or what they've gone through to actually reach the end goal. But yeah. I think sometimes what fuel, what, what, what kind of fuel my whole self-confidence or what level or what end of the spectrum I'm on with self-confidence is doubting. I find myself doubting myself. I doubt myself a lot overall, in a nutshell, not hiding it. Mm -hmm. I doubt myself a lot, you know, and because of that, on one end I'm doubting myself, but on the other end I'm taking the risk. Yeah. And in between that, I'm telling myself I can do this, I can get there, but then I lean into doubting, like you know, I can do it, but, and I'm like, I'm not sure I can go there, I'm not sure that it ever happened, I probably start it, but it now go finish, you yeah. know. To the point where I start talking to myself, I'm a back out of it. And because of that, a lot of projects that I have, and, and I've spoken to a lot of persons whom they've gone down the same route of me can't do it, but I'm not gonna do it, or I don't myself because I don't myself and the but but and the if if always come to surface. 
And I feel like that kind of fueled my self-confidence in a sense, you know, and, and, and I feel like this is something that we don't talk about a lot either, you know, like in, in friendships, in relationships, in classroom spaces, People don't talk about self-confidence. How do we move from one space to the next, in a sense? You know, and, and, and I'm curious to understand what is it that we can do? I know you said it earlier that, you, some, you know, we have to start with ourselves. Mm-hmm. But what can we do when we enter space? Because we cannot isolate ourselves a lot to the extent where, you know, we become lonelier. People don't want to talk to because we isolate forever. But what else can we do besides, you know, working on ourselves, understanding it starts with us. But yeah. then we have to balance that with the people in our environment. Right. To kind of build confidence. Yeah, that's another thing too, because sometimes a person just needs some amount of support. Sometimes you just need somebody there to tell you, no man, keep going. It's going to be good. It's going to be all right. If you, if you only have one supporter, I'm going to be that person. I'm going to push your business. I'm going to share everything that you post. I'm going to tell others about it. Sometimes that can be really, really helpful to have mm-hmm. like a friend or family members who support you like that. Then sometimes some people just do, do, do not have that support. Mm-hmm. But I think in this day and age, there are different places that you can find support. For me personally, when I felt like I never had enough, I never had any support at all. I turned to social media and I'm telling you Ooh. 100% the best decision ever. Because... Sure. Yeah, and one might say, oh, no, 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 I would never. Um, These are people that I don't know. These are strangers. But let me tell you, sometimes strangers support you even more than your own family members. Yes, true. Even your family members that you guys have the same blood running through your body. Strangers support you more, and I can attest to that. So even when I was at my lowest, because even though I'm a, even though I'm a very confident person, I feel like there are mm-hmm. different aspects of life. And there are some that are bigger, you know, bigger than some, right? So, yeah, I'm confident yeah. in my look. I'm confident in my abilities. I'm confident in this and that. But sometimes, you know, you think about maybe like family life. You know, you feel a little bit insecure. Like, for example, if I'm on the internet and I see like, you know, those beautiful father videos, father-daughter videos, I feel, I feel some type of way because I've never had that experience. Mm-hmm. So it probably shaped me a little bit so. Even if you're a person that is strong in your self-confidence, there are certain things that can throw you off balance. So, But, but then, then in the same way, Mario, you're probably tired for hearing me ask you this question. I'm going to ask you over and over because sometimes I feel like it's never too much to kind of get a different perspective and for it to stick with me. Yeah. Is, you said you, you turned to social media. But how you deal with the criticism, man, that the, 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 the people coming at you and cause my back not broad enough, you know, miss. My back is not broad enough. I'm a tired. Like sometimes we start on social media, I'm back home, like not even two hours in because of the people. When they're not in your inbox, mm-hmm. them in your comment section and hard. So how you really deal with all the criticisms and the feedbacks, negative feedbacks and stuff. Right. Anything about it, anything about them being in your comment section, you know, it's not like it's you alone seeing it, the whole world, anybody going that going see them if they're dragging you. But honestly, I just focus on the positive. I focus on what makes sense. I focus on the support mm-hmm. and the positive. I don't have any time for the negative because 
those people literally had had no form of value to your life. So if okay. there are persons, I, I, I literally just ignore it, honestly. I am so good at ignoring certain things you would even understand. I literally will just, and I, and I see all of them. I see every comment. I see every message. I see everything. And I know they're just like, oh my gosh, I couldn't shake her. What, what can I say? And, you know, I, for me, as a social media person, that helps, helps to build me and build my community because they'll keep coming back. They'll always keep coming back. If you notice, let me tell you something mm-hmm. about social media. If you notice, there are creators who will respond to a, what you call a hate comment, right? Or somebody, somebody leaves a negative comment. They'll respond mm-hmm with a video and they'll drag that person when you click on the comment to go look at the person profile or whatever you see comment deleted right they're mm-hmm. gone they're, they're gone they never come back as you drag them but the thing about me now i know i want you to keep coming back as you're helping with my engagement you're actually building you're actually helping me really and truly so once you keep on ignoring them they're they're gonna come back they're gonna come back others are gonna jump on the train and it's just like you're just wasting your time. I'm here doing what I'm doing, and this is what you're using your time to do. Something that doesn't talk about sense. strategy, right? <laughs> <laughs> so, and then the thing I've I've mentioned this before. The thing about it mm-hmm. is, once you focus on your supporters, you you do not even have to pay those people. Mind there, there are persons that will do it for you, right? Because mm. that that will be there dragging them. Like, no, 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 you're not gonna do this. Not on my watch. Okay, you don't know anything, blah, blah, blah. I've seen it so many times in my comment section. A person might comment something negative and I'll go, I'll go just look at the comments and there's like 10, 20 comments and I'll be like, oh, no, 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 Mr. this, that, da, 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 da. Yeah, because those are the persons that I focus on. So they write for me. You understand? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know what I'm curious about, Mara, is, you know... With the whole idea of self-confidence, for you, what was your mark? You know, as a child growing up, did you have to build on it? Or it was during your teen years or, or as an adult that you really come to the surface and decided, you know, this is who I am and embrace it in that sense. Mm. I'm just curious, you know, what was your, your big wow moment? Hmm. Well, uh, all right, let me see, because I think... I'm going to tell you though, I've, the way that I am, I've been like this for a while. And as I said, I've always been a confident person, but I've grown in my confidence. So I think, I think it's, it, it was definitely in adulthood because oh, wow. me, me growing up poor and dark skinned black is like in society that is two struggles mm-hmm. within, within themselves. And especially so, being a female too. Exactly. So it's like from an early age, you you had to pick a side. It's either you're going to be low self-esteem and insecure or you're going to be big and confident. And I chose to be big and confident. So a lot of persons would always come for me, especially like in primary school. In Well, in primary school, I didn't really understand it. Like persons would come at me, but I didn't understand it was because of my status or because of my color. So, you know, because in high school, in primary school, you're like six, six to 12, right? Six to 12. Mm-hmm. Six, six year olds and 12 year olds don't really understand anything. But when I reach high school, now I get to realize, oh, okay, this is society. Okay, I guess if you're light skin or if you're white, then you're elite and then the rest is just below. Okay, okay, well, no, that's not how it's going to work with me. You can think that in your head, but you're not going to put that on me. 
And I'm mm-hmm. not going to allow you to make me feel any sort of way about myself because that is what you think or that is what you believe. No, no, no. Because you cannot change a man's belief now because a lot of persons are on the internet acting like, oh, yes, we love dark skin now and oh, you know, we're no longer a colorist society and we're no longer a racist society. It's all bull. It's still the same. That's true. It's, still it's true. It is still the same. It's just that there are persons like me who are not gonna um get or not gonna be a victim to their circumstances or whatever. I'm not gonna be the one to go bleach or change anything or pretend like I am rich because you you think that um people that grew up poor or people that grew up black are beneath you. No, we're gonna I'm gonna be right up there with you toe to toe. Toe to toe. You'll be silent. The whole systems and society kind of contribute to how our self confidence. Well, in my honest opinion, society and systems, like the school system and the work system, kind of dictate and determine like how much self confidence we're supposed to have. Yeah. You know, then they push and fuel and them hold certain factors that determine when you're out here with us, this is how you should be. This is how you should show up. This is how much confidence you're supposed to have. And some of us feel so comfortable to the point that we choose not to break that cycle. And yeah. we just walk on and wear these labels and we carry it on and it rub off our family and friend and them to just join the wagon and then walk around with it and be like, if you're this way and I'm a part of your part, then... I'm all right with you that way, you know. Right. But but it, it it's it's kind of for some of us, it, it's kind of a challenge. And and I, I and I can talk from a space of personal experience. It's kind of a challenge as to, you know, you're coming from a space that you're not self-taught, you don't know how, you don't have the background of people to kind of teach you. This is what self-confidence look, looks like. And I'm happy we we kind of kick off season three on a note of self-confidence. Because I too, no doubt, I too struggle from self-confidence, having a little bit of low self-confidence. Um, and it show up at times, and I don't know if people on the outside, like friends and family, see it. But mm-hmm. I struggle with it. I battle with it, something that's in my face almost all the time. But I don't allow it to take a hang on me. And I feel like when you're coming from a space where you can't define it, you can't pinpoint, you can't identify the factors that fuel it, it's difficult, it's challenging, you know. And and the other piece to it too is that the community and the family that we come from kind of helps us, put us in a space or a spot. Mm-hmm. where you know if you don't know how to kind of break away from all of that like is that they build that barrier to say you know you, this is something you don't need to know at this point or you don't need to know it at all yeah. or they don't know how to build self-confidence they don't know how to point you in the right direction and so because of that some of us like myself kind of walk the same path mm-hmm. until you meet that one person that kind of say, hey, you know, you doubt yourself a lot or you, you, you're talking down on yourself. This is not how you do it. You know, and they start to teach you till you actually know and understand. That. Well, then, boy, I did I do it wrong all along. Right. You know, I feel like our backgrounds kind of play in that as well. Um, and, and so it kind of leads me to ask you, you know, 
how do you pull on those or how do you selectively pull from those spaces for them to are the people in those spaces to kind of pour into you when it comes down to self-confidence how do you determine oh this is right from me Mm-hmm. These are these people, this group of people, they're the right company. So I can actually associate myself with them to kind of move forward or to be a part of my self-confidence journey. Right. To be completely honest with you, I'm just going to say this. To find the final answers that you need, you'll always have to look for persons that look like you. That's basically it. Certain mm. advice, certain advice you cannot take from persons who do not look like you because for, I, I would not. I would not be taking style, hair styling tips from a Caucasian person or from a person that has like, you know, curly hair and when I have 4C hair. And that's the mistake that a lot of us make. And it's not, it, it doesn't necessarily have to do with us not looking the right place, but sometimes there are just not enough persons that look like us in the spaces for us to look forward to or look up to, you understand? And that's uh, that's why I say it has to come from within because you can be that person who represents for people who look like you because there's just not enough. Because even in this day and age on social media, I still think that there there isn't enough people that look like me in certain spaces. True. It's like you have to search high and low. High and low. I don't want to hear about... I'm not going to... I'm not going to say, okay, all right, I'm going to use this skincare and then I'm going to be watching a video with a light-skinned person using it. No, because we 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 maybe have different reactions. It may be different for you, right? Mm-hmm. I want to see a dark skin, not just any dark, a dark skin, a dark skin person as dark as me because I'm very dark. That's mm-hmm. the person that I want to see reviewing that sort of product. But at the same time, they, more, they mostly push persons who are, or, you know, of their agenda or of society standard of beauty or whatever in those spaces so it's like oh my gosh in your in the back of your mind you're like oh i would have to see somebody who looks at me but you know what let me just watch these because these are the persons that i am seeing right uh-huh. so that's another thing that's why i say it comes from within because me now i'm not just gonna sit and watch a light-skinned person or 10 light-skinned persons reviewing a product and be like oh yes i'm gonna buy it no i'm influenced no I'm going to search high and low for somebody that looks like me and hear their review. I think I really need to take away that because I, I, you know, born and grew up, born with Jamaican, living in the United States, the only thing we really care about is... Well, two things. When I go in the classroom or, or I'm selecting my professors and I was just talking to a colleague of mine about it or I'm working in a, in a certain space, I'm more concerned about how many persons in the room look like me. Yeah. How diverse is your team? If you can't tell me how diverse your team is, I don't want to be a part of it. Exactly. You understand? And people be like, you're petty, you can't do this, you can't. But it's a fact because if you cannot relate to me, if you cannot break it down and tell me how diversity means, there's no way you can actually cater to me. There's no way you can relate to me. Yeah. You understand? And I feel like it's everywhere and it, it, it you know, and reeling also, it back. I have to say this before you continue, Sasha. There is strength in numbers, right? So, <laughs> Right. Yeah. So 
if there's a particular point, because remember there's a culture, if you cannot get something across, because if you're 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 one black woman in a room of Caucasians that you're trying to get a point across, they just don't understand. But if you have a backup to say, yes, this is our culture, this is what happens, this is how we do it, this is why it offends us, you know, things uh-huh. will be and, and, and there's no room for you to grow in that space, love. There's no room. They, over and over, even my colleagues, they'd be like, that's the least thing you need to focus on. That's I'm like, no, love, because that's, tell, that's telling me that when something goes wrong or something, I need to voice a concern or something. I can't. I'm not seen. I'm not heard. Exactly. You know, and... and, and that that's a whole nother topic by itself, but definitely it, it is a struggle. Um, but but in on that note, I want to ask you, based on your experiences and your years of trotting this journey of self confidence and growing, and always being bubbly and flourishing like a rose, because Missy you show up enough time in, and I'm like, this lady, she got it like. <laughs> just you don't have to really tell anybody say so you have a high level of self-confidence the diversity of people in spaces and how it contributes to you know the whole idea of self-confidence and stuff you know it, it really it's really interesting how it kind of you will or determines how much we know and how much that can kind of rub off who on the people in those spaces but on another note, I was sharing that, you know, you are always showing up bubbly and you don't have to tell people that you have a high self-confidence. It just naturally show. And so I want you to share with our listeners as to, you know, how do you get to that point? What are some of the tips to kind of pull along on your journey to apply the techniques and how you can consistently cause that piece with self-confidence is key is like how oh, you remain consistent in I'm gonna show up a certain way. I'm gonna stop doubting myself. I'm gonna apply all the tools and techniques needed to get to a certain point. Right. So as I would have mentioned before, it all starts from inside. So once once you mentally tell yourself that you're that girl, because that is me now. I I tell myself I'm that girl. So I therefore I am comfortable in my skin. I don't need to hide anything about myself or my experiences or my journey because I love everything about me. I don't have to, mm-hmm. if you notice, I don't have to be like, oh my gosh, let me um not show my face in the video too much. Let me, I'm all over. If you notice in my video, Sasha, I'm all over. I show you everything, the, the highs, the lows, my situation, what I'm doing, how, how about getting from point A to point B. I don't hide mm-hmm. any because I'm not ashamed of anything that I am doing. You just have to mm-hmm. learn to feel confident in your own skin because I, I'm not seeking. The thing about it, when I put out confident um content, sorry, I'm not putting mm-hmm. out content to seek validation from anybody. So therefore I oh, don't geez. have to <laughs> I don't have to get up and put on a full face and makeup or put on my best outfit. You know, I can just get up and whatever mm-hmm. I wore to bed, I can start filming right away because it was fine to me. So therefore it should be fine to you. And if it's not fine to you, then go elsewhere period that's how i see it I, i'm not gonna be like oh my god my viewers are not gonna are not gonna want to see me see me in this big t-shirt or this like a nighty or this ray or no i forget about me i do my makeup and i have to lotion up and after hell no i'm okay with mm-hmm. with this i'm all right with this this is about me this is not about you 
right? I am allowing you into my space. You should be grateful for that. You should not be nitpicking and be like, oh, girl, they could have fixed your background. And oh, girl, I don't like the color of your room. No. That's what you And the level, is, the level of perfectionists that show up on social media, people them who, who, who should to be perfectionists, in other words, um, it, it, it's crazy. It, it's crazy. They dictate and define as to how... And, and I'm just saying, I'm not a content creator, disclaimer. I'm not a content creator. So Mara can kind of speak to this in a sense is in the world of content creation, people kind of set the bar as to, you know, how are how our content creators showing up, how they should show up and why they should show up this way. And if they don't, then this is not the space for you. Mm-hmm. And so others have to, I feel like, work twice as hard to kind of break that cycle to say, even though I'm not showing up based on your standards, I'm not showing up that way. I'm not presenting myself that way. I, too, have my own unique way of showing up. And so you have to make room for me. And I feel like it takes a lot of courage and boldness to kind of, you know, Face it, face them, and kind of put it out there, you know? Yeah. And and I use your page, and if you're not following Mara, please, she's going to tell you a little bit about it in the end, so hang in there with us. Um, And I feel like with, with your your page, it's, it's natural, it's organic. The content you produce is organic, and everything into itself, I feel like, you know, you put a lot of... How would I put this? You put a, a, lot of, a lot of love in it, but in the same breath, you're saying, I'm confident enough that this can do something for somebody else, if that makes sense. Yeah. It's not just for you, Mara, but it's for your audience, in a sense. And I, and I love that about you. I love that about you because it, it's like lending yourself. And so with that being said, it's like, I'm nervous. But in the same breath, I'm not nervous because I'm not there yet. Because I'm asking you, how do you make space for other people on this confidence journey? Like you taking that road, you trotting that word road, and you have to be consistent in building your self-confidence. Because one thing go wrong and you derail. Yeah. If that makes sense. Or you make a wrong turn and then that's just it. And you can't just keep going down that rabbit hole if you don't know how to pull yourself out. So how do you make room? You try to be consistent. You try to maintain that standard. But then in the same breath, you're making, because that's hard. You're yeah. making room for other people to come in on that journey and to help them build their self-confidence as well. Right. Because I think of social media as a circle. It's like an infinite loop. A lot of persons think it's, it's it can done. I don't, I don't think it can done. It can never done. So it's not like, a, a, it's not limited edition. There's not a limited amount. It's not like, okay, it's 10 mm-hmm. spaces. And when that's 10 spaces is filled, it's that's it. There's none for anybody else. I feel like everybody, there's a space on social media for every single person if they want it. Mm-hmm. So a lot of and persons that you see that are like that where they don't like to introduce new persons into spaces is is actually because they have low self esteem believe it or not is yes and i will explain they are insecure because they feel like if you for example me mara sasharina feel like 
oh no, if Sasha gets into this space, I'm done for. That's it for me. She's going to take everything. She's going to take all the crowd. She's going to take all the support. She's going to take all of that. So they are so in the back of their minds, even though they, they may seem that they have it all together, they are so insecure. I am definitely not. But it's reality too. It is reality too, and not just on social media. Right. Right. That's why some places you work, you get such a fight. Because there may be promotions floating around and they feel like, oh my God, if, if persons recognize that she's doing putting in that amount of work and you know she's going to get it. But, but both of you could possibly get recognized at the same time and you never mind. Mm -hmm. It may be one position um, ready for promotion, but based on your level of work, both of you are good in different ways. They say, all right then, we'll promote you to that and we'll make a new position for you for that. And, you know, you never might know what life has to offer just by being yourself and allowing other persons to be themselves and, you know, just flourish just as you are flourishing. So persons who stay like that, who you'd call gatekeepers, persons that gatekeep, <laughs> that feel like no one else should be on the level or should try to be on the level that they're on. It's actually them being insecure. I am not like that. I feel like every single person, and I do not mind sharing the recipe or whatever I may have learned before and how to get there. I don't mind sharing that because I am not insecure. I don't feel like because you start posting content. No, even if it's similar to mine, you're going to be, okay, all right, she's going to get all of the views. No, the, the views are literally unlimited. There's no selected amount. It's not 10,000 alone views giving out. And then if you get it, I'm not going to get any. I'm going to get zero. It's literally unlimited. <laughs> you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. The same person that watches you can watch me. They, they may be watching for different reasons. They may be watching for the same reason. But it's fine. You can flourish. I can flourish. So I definitely focus on building up persons as much as I can even though I'm still building myself I feel like you're never too, too small to build someone else a lot of persons feel like only only oh god only this international world world renowned person can bring somebody along but I think that once you have it in your intuition to bring somebody along you can you can mm -hmm. because if you're sharing what you learned along the way as you learn there's somebody else who, who knows nothing Right, you may you may know two things. There are persons who know thousands of things, but they are not sharing it. So at the same time, you you hold more value to a person who knows nothing. You understand what I mean? Yeah. Wow. That's just how I do. You know, you know, it drives it, it drives fear though. You know, that all of that into itself kind of builds, appearing that with the self-doubt kind of, kind of, kind of builds fear. You yeah. can correct me if I'm wrong because, you know, it somewhere in the back of some of us minds is that the idea that, or the theory that, you know, as you said, if I bring this person on, if I make room for this person, or if this person get forget that opportunity, this is where they're going to go. Well, for me, I'm not at that point where I can actually make it. I still need to grow. I still need to build on that. But then in the future, I can be where they're at. And because of that, they kind of block other people. Yeah. You know, it's like that fear that if I don't get it, they're going to get it. And then this is what's going to happen. Like bad mind. I don't know if, if it's really bad mind either, but 
It is. Something along that line, the fear and the doubt, doubt kind of build up a lot of negative thoughts, another, a lot of negative mindset, a lot of negative actions. And before you know it, boom. It's like this big unknown. I don't know how to explain it, but if you get what I'm saying. Yeah, it's like you're you know, lost to, to what you should be doing. Because you see, right. like, if you are confident in your abilities, another person's abilities should not faze you, right? So if you exactly. know for sure that you can make it, you should not be worried if a person is coming up behind or coming up alongside or passing you because that's their journey. You understand me? Like, for example, me now, I have 10,000 followers on TikTok, right? If I help somebody who, who's had 2,000 and next week I see them at 11,000, in the back of my mind, I should not be like, Jesus Christ, she's going to she's gonna reach um, 20,000 for me. She, she, she passed me. That she, she's going to, she's elevated. No, because that's just her journey. Not because mm -hmm. she's at 11 or she's now at 20. That doesn't mean that I won't get there. But, but my journey and my timing is just different, even if I was the one that helped her with certain things. You understand me? But a lot of persons, they're going to be looking at me like, oh, God, if I never feel me, look, come help the girl. I know she are, she are grow faster than me. I know she did. No, because even if she's growing faster than you, different people have different impact. You understand? People may be following her for a different thing from what they're following you for. So it just depends. Right. Mm. Even in that case, I don't look at it that kind of way to say, oh, I'm not going to help you because you're going to be bigger than me. Be bigger than me, of course. Be bigger than me. That That is how I know that you you were very inspired and you you took my lessons well and put them to use well. Right? Because then your growth is undeniable. True. Uh -huh. But I don't know. I, different people have different outlooks on life. I cannot understand theirs though because I feel like us, even as black people, we we already have so much against us. I think we it's best if we just unite. You know what I mean? Help each other up. There's there's so much there's so much different things that oppress us in this world. We should not be against each other. And 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 it creates a lot of room for failure. You know when we don't unite and. And, and I don't know if this relates to self-confidence, but I'm just going to say it in a nutshell because I feel like the process into itself and the work that's put into building your self-confidence causing not to have time and space and room for negativity and bad mind and doubt and comparison, all the things that we've just spoken of. But in the same breath, not uniting as people of color um, or having various intersectionalities kind of bring it, it brings on failure. Yeah, set up yourself to fail in exactly. anything at all that you choose to do. Because let me just say something, Sasha. Even your grandmother said two heads better than one. True, yes. yes. So, when you try to figure out things on your own, sometimes there's so much pressure that comes with it. It causes you not to think clearly or think properly. When you can put um your certain ideas or, you know, just a statement to persons and they might have a suggestion and say, you know, you could do that or that or that. And I've experienced that before. You know, you could do that. And it, it's like, oh my gosh, how did I not think of that? You know, 
How did I mm-hmm. like that? But it was just the pressure of you doing it all by yourself. You just needed another little, just a little outside voice, just an input, just to say, you can do that, you know, that might work. Try that. Stuff like that, you know. There's and a- and then if we think a little bit deeper to in Amara, the the idea that we we don't uh, tend to accept that, as you said, the two, as your granny used to say, the two heads better than one. We, we don't tend to accept the idea that if I partner with somebody, I can be more powerful than sitting here doing it by myself. Exactly. And it, it, I don't know, it's just crazy thinking about it in, by itself. The whole process itself, it's, I don't know how I get here, but it is crazy. It still stems from the issue that we think that if we allow another person to elevate, they're going to be better than us. So in the back of our minds, we're like, I cannot partner with this person because then if uh, if if we start to flourish, if, if say for instance, it's a business, if the business gets big, I'm going to have to split my profits. So instead of that, you, you, you try to do it all on your own and it doesn't move off the ground because it's it, 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 that two person factor. Mm-mm. Right, so it, it in a sense it hold in a sense it hold it um holds you back, really and truly. Thinking like that, it holds you back, and you don't even realize. Wow. It it's it's something I feel like, as you said, we have to start work on ourselves before we like work internally before we we start working on the outside as in making room for other people start partnering and all of that yeah. and it takes a lot to accept it takes a lot to accept the idea that two is better than one or two heads better than one as Mara said and it takes a lot to understand that we need the help we need to stop doubting ourselves we need to we need room to grow and just like how you can look at a bunch of apples and say that there's a bad one in there, that's the same way we, we can sit and reflect. And I feel like reflection kind of contributes to the change process of building self-confidence. Yeah. But you have to really reflect and, you know, try to identify what is it that I'm doing wrong that caused me to be at this space, caused me to not you know, being able to grow in the in the area of being self-confident mm-hmm. or being confident enough to kind of move on to the next phase or move on to the next level or, you know, be, being limitless, if I may say that. You know, yeah. but paying that more, just, just put, chime in and give us your two cents as to how el- what else can we do to kind of, besides reflecting, we kind of can start that process for those of whom, you know, you haven't started to kind of work in that area. Um, or if you are on that journey and you're not consistent, what are some other things that we can actually do to kind of, you know, push forward? Honestly, you just have to block out the noise. There are, yes, when you're going to go through a journey of growth or elevation, mm-hmm. it's going to be so it's gonna it's not gonna it's gonna feel unreal it's gonna be unlike you there are gonna be so much changes because 
the thing is when you don't have time because time is very very expensive and very very important when mm-hmm. you don't, when you start making time for yourself or time for certain things you're gonna have to take time from other stuff so if you're a person who love who used to love go go clubbing and go out and spend a lot of time with a lot of friends you know you have some persons that have really big friend groups you're mm-hmm. gonna have to understand that you know what this is gonna take some level of isolation for a little while just to get on track when you get on track no one you can you know fit in this and that dates friends dates stuff like that then yeah but in that initial stage it's gonna become very lonely it's gonna be very weird it's gonna be isolating because you, you just need you don't need a lot of voices in your head you don't need a lot of person telling you this that da 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 um, throwing you off balance you're trying to focus this day and all right i'm trying to all right tomorrow i'm gonna work on myself tomorrow i'm gonna if you're whatever you want to do i'm a content creator so that is how i got back into being consistent i sat down and i said you know what i'm gonna block out everything first to come let's go to so and so no let's do no whoa i can't do it can't do it because the time you take to do that you could be using that time to build yourself and that is how I am, where I am at. You, Sasha, you know the journey. I was, at, you know, from my TikTok, I was at 6,000 mm-hmm. followers for the longest time. I was not consistent. I was just posting here and there because I was making too much time for unnecessary things that wasn't helping with my journey or wasn't helping to elevate me. Right, you know, I have friends. Yeah, that, you know, it's hard to say no. You know how hard it is hard. to say no. It is hard, but at the end of the day, it's hard to see. It's also hard to see each year you're on the same level. There's no difference. There's no changes. Every December, you realize that you didn't achieve anything. You're, you're very, you were very stagnant for the entire year. That is very hard. So you just have to choose which hard is better for you. Which hard mm-hmm. do you like? Do you like, do you, do, do you prefer a hard part um, being hard to say no? Or do you prefer to be looking back and didn't achieve anything for the year. I choose I choose the harder hard, which is saying no. Mm-hmm. I don't want my heart to be where I'm looking back and be like, oh my gosh, from January to December I was um in this whatever I wanted to lose weight, but I gained instead because my friends kept inviting me out to 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 brunch and I kept going and I knew how I wanted to diet, but because they were inviting me to brunch and I couldn't say no. I kept going to gain weight instead of losing weight. No, you have to choose your hard. And I choose the, the, the hard, which is no. I cannot come. And it paid off, right? Of course. And I'm not saying you're going to be like that forever. I'm just saying you have to strike a balance. But in order to strike a balance, there must be a change. When you get down your mm-hmm. schedule time, when you're locked in, when you're locked in, where you know that, all right, then this is it. No, this is my schedule. If I have time where I can squeeze in people, whatever, whatever, yes, I can squeeze you in. But I, I'm not work. I'm no longer working on your timing. You work with my timing. So if you come and you say, um, wait there, hold on there, hold up, Mister Excited <laughs> Reaction, but you just drop something for my tour. Wait a second, you're right, no so... longer working. Wait, say it again, say it again, please. Right. Say I it again, like that. Be right. I'm no longer working with your timing, I'm working on my timing. Say, so if, 
You understand me? So if you come and you say, okay, let's, let's do brunch. Do I have space for that? Do I have time for that? Let me check my schedule and I'll get back to you. Period. Mm-hmm. Period. I'm not going to rearrange my, my, my life for myself. I'll be like, oh, you know, I was going to exercise at 12 o'clock on Tuesday, but my friend asked me to brunch. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, to exercise another time. No, I'm going to exercise Tuesday at 12 o'clock. And if I have time Wednesday at 12 o'clock, then sure. Isn't it a business mindset or is it just like a personality character? It's a success mindset. That's how you set up yourself for success in all mm. aspects of life. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, so it's planning. Um, yeah, so that is how you um set up yourself for the best in all aspects. It's not really just about business because that can apply to all areas of life, your relationship, business, your personal, every, everything basically. Because there are a lot of persons who even neglect their relationship for other things that don't even make sense. You know what I mean? Yep, true. So it covers all aspects. And, and the commitment is different too. Like if you can commit to like some stupid stuff, if I may say it. I hate using the word, but yeah. If you can commit to some stupid stuff, why you can't commit to stuff that will actually pour into you, contribute to you, build you, you know, make room for growth. Right, because I mean, I understand that we are, we are young, right? We are young and so when you're young, you must enjoy your young days. You can... Um, yeah, but the thing about it, I, I've, I've been to parties before, I've been to a lot of parties, and I just have never felt a level of satisfaction. It's like I was just doing it because, you know, it's something that you, you do or something that you're supposed to do when you're young. Well, why do it if it's not, if, 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 there's no benefit? Go get drunk, come in, maybe vomit, maybe feel sick. Where's, where's, where's the benefit in that? You're just doing it just because. You know, there's so much more, um, there's so much, I feel so much better just staying home watching a movie, nice and cozy, clean and not brush up with a heap of people, sweaty and, you know, tired and, no. And and on that note, I feel like some of us too, we do better by ourselves than, you know, being in those spaces with other people. Like it's always been, sometimes it's a being in the wrong space at the wrong time can give you something more you don't need. Right. And that's the best way to stay stagnant, being in the wrong place at the wrong time. That's the best mm. way to stay stagnant. You'll never mm. move and grow because some persons are not about growth. That's why they always say that you should surround yourself with people that are on your level or who, who think are like you. You know, who thinks like how you think. That is the reason why sometimes your circle has to change based on what, what direction you're going in life. Because so, you... so, thus far for you on this journey, have you, were you ever given the opportunity or did you ever have the option of making adjustments to the friends in your circle? And what did that actually feel like for you? Actually, I before I, I, before I was even on my journey, I kind of was in my isolation phase because I knew I had to get settled within myself to 
um, to start on this journey. So I wasn't really in much of a friend group. You know, I, mm-hmm. I, I did have a friend group, but I just realized that it's it's a typical it's a typical friend group where it's just like, okay, we're we're young, we're gonna do this, we're gonna do that. We're... My mind was never at that because at the same time I was probably like the odd one out. They had the they had the luxury of doing certain things without consequences. I you know, these per- these are pre- people who had supportive parents and stuff like that. So I know I could not operate like them, if you get what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Right. And there's nothing wrong with how they were operating. I'm just saying that I didn't have a certain backbone like they did. So I, t- I had to be a little bit more calculated in my moves, basically. Because I know what if I did whatever my actions were or is, are, are right now, there, there, there are going to be consequences the outcome will greatly affect me. They they probably had somebody say, okay, all right, then I'm a parent. I can take care of this. I have my aunt, my uncle, my this and my dad. I had to, or I have to move differently. I always have to be in a position where I'm setting up myself for success because it's basically, it's just me, to be honest. So that's just how I thought about it. And I just said to Dean and I was just like, okay, all right, that's it's, it's just... That's just how it, it, it got to go. It's just me. Always has been. Well, no, it's not. It's I'm not going to say it's going to be like that forever because since I started taking social media seriously, my supporters have been really a strength for me in the on this journey. So I don't want to just be like, oh, no, it's just me alone. It's just me alone. But before, it was definitely just me. Mm. And that's the thing too. Yes, yeah? so whatever you, whatever you desire, whatever you're lacking, once you start focusing on yourself, you can put yourself in spaces where you find that. You know what I mean, Sasha? Mm-hmm. Right. So you make a way for it. And and and, and on that note, that kind of leads me to the other point of you know the benefits of self confidence, and you mentioned success earlier. And so I want you to go with our listeners, you know, what is it that Mara is currently doing at this point? What's your area of specialty? And just share with us where they can find you or connect with you if okay. they need. Okay. Um, as you guys know, I'm well TikTok. I love TikTok so bad. Guys, I am a <laughs> I am a content creator, an entrepreneur. I am a social media coach. I am me. I feel like the biggest thing is that I am me. So what you get from me and everything that I do is just run unfiltered, just me every day. So on all socials, I am Mara, that content creator. And um, from a business page, you can also check out Tonda, T-H-U-N-D-A, care packages where I ship Jamaican foods and snacks, stuff like that to overseas, um, UK, Canada, America, everywhere basically, even in the Caribbean. So yes, MK Variety, if you're in Jamaica, MK Variety underscore underscore. <laughs> I don't know, persons always say I say that weird when I say underscore underscore, but that's what that's how it is on Instagram, MK Variety underscore underscore. That's my thrift store that I also operate. Guys, honestly, if I do say so myself, I'm just a go-getter. So I'm always doing something different. So I would just say just stay tuned to my 
personal page, which is mara.contentcreator, and you know, you'll see what all of what's in the woodwork. For now, Sasha, I'm going to be doing a lot of collabs. I'm going to be, because I think collabs are the future. I, I don't, as I said, I don't have a problem with building persons up. So I will be collabing with smaller creators as well as creators that are bigger than me. Just to, you know, just to kind of get that extra oomph, you know? Mm-hmm. Different audiences on each of our sides because a collab is mutually beneficial to both parties. So that's what's in the pipeline right now for me. Okay. Love it. I love it. I love it. So it sounds like it sounds like your journey of self-confidence just is just a small piece of the puzzle or maybe a big piece of the puzzle. And that, you know, it, it has its ups and downs, its own benefits. But for you, definitely remaining consistent, it's on its way of paying off or have been paying off. And you're keeping up with that definitely. at this point. Definitely. Definitely. I'm loving this. I'm loving it for you. I'm really, really loving it for you. And so, you know, um, um, for those of you who are listening, don't be afraid to connect with Mara. She has this bubbly personality and we want to express gratitude with, to you, Mara. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you so much for sharing all the gems, all the knowledge with us. And I'm hoping that our listeners here and there, no matter who you are, will take something from this episode, this season, this very, very first one self-confidence it's a big deal it plays a very important part of who we are how we show up and how we move forward so don't be afraid again reset appreciate you tomorrow and we look forward to hearing from you to see you grow we'll be following you along so thank you you're welcome and thank you so much for having me and for anyone that's watching guys whatever you have written down whatever you have planned just start don't worry about anything or anybody just start awesome all right so we'll wrap it up again if you have any questions you can send me a dm or you can connect with mara she has given you your her social media handles and we will stay connected until next episode we'll talk